Hey guys, it's Denver here and I am back. It's been a little while, but I thought what better time than now to come back with the podcast episode, but also come back with one which is actually relevant to right now, which is, you know, the holiday period of the year, December, Christmas, New Year's Eve, the, uh, you know, end of the working year for most people as well. And this is a time of the year where people tend to struggle. I know my clients also struggle, a few of them, uh, with finding time to still get to the gym because work can become really overloaded. They're cramming to, you know, finish up with whatever projects they have or, you know, deadlines that they have for the year before, you know, their workplace closes down or shuts down for the holidays. And then there's also Christmas parties and events and social gatherings and it can really be hard to stick to your nutritional targets as well as your training uh, programming and in you know all around your goals so how can we work around this how can we stay on track during december during a period of time where people kind of just you know fall off track completely and start to focus more on january instead of sticking to what they know they should be doing right now what i'm going to do Uh, in this episode is, I guess, attack this in a way where we'll discuss nutrition first, and then I'll discuss training. And at the end of the day, you can take from it what you can, apply it, and get the best possible outcomes in order to stay on track, you know, stay goal-focused, but also try to enjoy this time of the year as much as you can as well. So I guess the first thing I should talk about is those who are in a current contest prep phase, which basically means getting ready for a physique competition, you know, bikini bodybuilding, figure, fitness, all that kind of stuff, as well as those who are actively working towards a specific goal, like getting ready for their wedding or completing a, you know, certain transformation program or challenge with an end date to it, which is currently running at this period of time, or you know working towards definite competition in regards to performance in powerlifting or whatever you know athletic endeavor it might be people who you know are in that group definitely need to do their best to stay on track no changes no excuses you've committed to this task this outcome you know this end date and you know prior to committing to this that it's going to flow into december into january you know, a lot of people are competing around May, March to May in physique competitions. They will definitely be focused on staying in complete control with their nutrition and their training because that is a goal for them. Me, myself, I will get back on the bodybuilding stage in September. So I don't have to worry too much about it. But at the same time, I am goal focused and I am thinking about that, you know, end goal And whether it's 20 weeks away or 40 weeks away, it's still at the top of my mind. And I'm going to have minimal um, distractions, I guess you could say, or minimal days where I fall off track because I still have that goal in mind. So I guess ultimately, if you are doing a contest prep, if if you are like within 20 weeks of your prep or your competition date right now, then you don't make changes, you don't make adjustments, you don't make excuses, you stick to the plan as best you can, just like it's any other day. But for everybody else who are not pushing towards those kind of goals right now, some strategies that you could implement in regards to, I wouldn't say optimizing your nutrition, but you know having minimal negative effects around your nutritional choices or your body composition based on your nutrition 
The first thing would be intermittent fasting. Now intermittent fasting isn't magic by any means, but essentially what we're doing here is minimizing the amount of calories coming in on a daily basis to then reduce the total calorie consumption across the week and reduce the potential of gaining any body fat or gaining any body weight in general, of course with the goal of maintaining your current physique or focusing on further fat loss. So intermittent fasting works really well, especially if you have social events which are towards the evening. And the way that we structure this is basically waking up whatever time you normally wake up and consuming zero calories all the way through till the afternoon or evening. For some people, they might start eating at 2 p.m. and finish around 8 p.m. You know, others might start eating at 4 p.m. and finish around 8 p.m. It's, it's really up to you, but ultimately with intermittent fasting, we're looking to have generally a 16-hour fasting window at the low end and then just getting in protein, carbohydrates, and fats or more specifically, good protein sources, fruits and vegetables and minimizing the total calories consumed for the day. An example of this might be you have your work Christmas party on a Saturday night, you know you know that you're going to have alcohol and they're gonna have food that you really have no control of. So when you wake up that day, you have nothing all day and leading up to the event, maybe an hour or two prior to it, having a high quality protein source, like a protein shake and a piece of fruit, like an apple or a banana or a watermelon can help to give you some micronutrients, but also give you a bit more fullness. So then when you do go to that event, you're not going to overfeed. And at the same time, because your eating window is so short, we can almost guarantee that you're not going to eat or consume an excessive amount of calories in total. And you can probably get away with having a few more drinks and not think, wow, you know, my calorie target is 2,500 calories per day and I'm probably at 4,000 calories right now from everything I've had from breakfast, like lunch, afternoon, and then now this event. So it eliminates that concern by just not consuming anything up until that point, but also trying to still get in a decent amount of protein in that small window. So intermittent fasting works really well for evening events. When it comes to social events, during this period of the year, I would highly recommend that people don't commit to like breakfast events or early morning events where food is going to be consumed because if you are going to eat a bunch of food or high calorie, calorie dense foods, which are quite typical in the mornings at breakfast places, you're going to have things like banana bread, you're going to have things like eggs, which are high in fat and avocado and oil and you know feta and all different food, sausages, whatever it might be, your breakfast foods are typically high in fat and if you do consume let's just say a thousand calories for breakfast by eating at a you know a cafe or something which is quite easy to do then it's going to be very hard to I guess hold back with your calorie consumption later in the day throughout the day because chances are if you're social in the morning you're going to be social throughout the day especially during the weekends for the most part so I would say do your best to minimize morning social events and really look to incorporate flexible uh, intermittent fasting when you have social events in the evenings to really minimize you know total caloric consumption the other alternative or another strategy that you could use instead of intermittent fasting or in addition to intermittent fasting would be to track every single day stick to your plan as normal except for key specific days that you know that you need to commit to you know, being more flexible, eating mindfully, or just, you know, all out having a good time. So an example of that might be not tracking anything on Christmas Day, on Boxing Day, 
on New Year's Eve and maybe your work Christmas event. So that would be four days of the entire month where you say, you know what, I'm just going to have whatever I want. I don't care. Obviously, you've got these nutritional habits, I would say. So you are going to make some smart choices. But at the end of the day, it's not a matter of micromanaging or stressing out because you know, you had too many drinks or you decided to eat that dessert or whatever it might be. That's only four days out of an entire month. That will not set you back. That would be okay. For anyone that's not doing contest prep, totally fine. So if you committed to, you know, for example, with some people I say, hey, can we commit to weekday tracking, being on it, consistent with your training and your nutrition, weekends be a bit more flexible. That works for some people. So I guess we're taking that approach. However, we're just bringing it into track every day, be consistent every day, do your best, but you know, allow for a certain amount of days in the entire month where you don't care and you're accepting of this ahead of time. So there's no guilt or anything like that associated with it. So, so far we've got intermittent fasting as an option and we've got tracking daily except for some key dates that you commit to. Another approach that we could have would be a non-tracking approach. So that's an approach for someone who really does want to take a break from tracking their food every day. Uh, you know, life is very busy, it's hectic, it's hard to, for whatever reason, it's hard to commit to these simple tasks on a daily basis, like tracking your macros, or sticking to a meal plan or doing meal prep. But anyways, if this is you, what you could do is just simply stick to some baseline nutritional guidelines, which works for everybody every single time. And that, that would be basically having a protein source every four to five hours every single day, whether that is, you know, an actual meal source or it's a protein shake or it's just a snack like Greek yogurt. It's entirely up to you, but ensuring that you do have a solid dose of protein every four to five hours that you are awake is a good way to ensure that you are getting some protein in, in your diet. And obviously we would hope that it is a sufficient amount and an amount that your body's already accustomed to. So without tracking or you know being very specific with everything, hitting your macros within five grams or anything like that, just making sure that every time you have a meal, you have a protein source with it, or at minimum consuming protein every four to five hours, that is a good first approach. Second thing is to have two fruits per day. So commit to having two different fruits per day, every day uh, to obviously provide some micronutrients uh, that we need for good health. And in addition to that, also commit to having vegetables or salads on a daily basis as well. So we've got protein every four to five hours, two fruits per day, and you know at least two servings of vegetables per day. Maybe it's lunchtime and dinner, maybe it's vegetables in the morning and, and salad at night, or the reverse of that, entirely up to you. But really try to focus on filling your plates with more vegetables and more salads. Um, if that's what your preference is, to get in, you know, to actually to increase your fullness or level of, or to reduce your hunger, I would say, and to maintain control of total calories coming in. In addition to that, I would focus on having like carbohydrate-based foods pre-workout for the most part and kind of pulling back on your carbohydrates and your fat intake when you're not training or any other time of the day. So basically what we're trying to achieve here is ensuring we have enough protein, ensuring that we are getting some micronutrients in, but also ensuring that we are consuming a lower amount of calories without really tracking anything. We can say, hey, my fat intake is quite low. My carbs are only really around training or before training um, at a large degree. And then, you know, everything else is just 
protein. So, you know, that's a really good non-tracking approach. This is something I would use if I'm traveling and not tracking, you know, my fitness bell doesn't always work everywhere if you don't have Wi-Fi or whatever, but that's a, that's a worst case scenario approach in regards to staying on track um, as best you can under those conditions. So with nutrition, we've got intermittent fasting, we've got track every day except for a, you know key, key days that you decide, or we've got a non-tracking approach, nice and simple. Now when it comes to alcohol, which we should also talk about, a strategy that I would recommend is obviously relying on soda water, disgusting I know but hey it works soda water with lime with your alcoholic beverage um, or you can have diet soda like coke zero pepsi max things like that in addition something I like to implement myself or encourage my clients to do as well is to have for every like a one-to-one -one ratio so for every alcoholic beverage you have the next drink should be you know just diet soda by itself or just water by itself that way you're still consuming liquid, you know, you're still drinking, but you're not going to be that next level intoxicated and you're not consuming as many calories as all of your friends are, even though they think you are still drinking along with them. And I'm sure they're happy about that. So, you know, everybody likes to pressure people to drink uh, when they're drinking. So an old trick of mine would be to just have Pepsi Max with a lime. No one really knows what you're having and you're all good. So one-to-one -one ratio with that alcohol to you know a, a non-calorie drink so water or diet soda now going on to the training side of things i've noticed that quite a few people are lacking time right now this part of this time of the year so one thing you can do is well first of all like we got to say that weight training is always going to be number one i don't care if you you know hit your steps target and you went out of your way to go for a run today or whatever it might be you can be proud of that without a doubt, but weight training is key always. Just like protein is key always when it comes to nutrition. Um, you know, it doesn't. I don't care how many calories you consumed, even though I do. I care more about how much protein you had and how many calories you consumed. So cool, you tracked your steps, you were active, you went outdoors or whatever. Did you do your weight training? That is a foundation. In addition to you know total calories expended or burnt weight training is number one. So we always have to stick to weight training as best we can. Now, if there are some time issues, what I would recommend is changing your program towards more supersets. So training can be completed a little bit quicker. Worst case scenario, I would look at training three days per week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, in a superset fashion, hitting your entire body for each session. So, you know, one exercise per muscle or even one to two exercises per muscle, in a superset fashion, you could easily knock that out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It might take you an hour or so to complete, but you know that you're hitting each muscle three times a week, and at best, you're gonna maintain your lean mass, ideally, so that would be the goal, yeah? So if time is an issue, don't make excuses, make adjustments, and just commit to getting in the weight training. Super, super important. Now, if you are doing the weight training, and you're doing your best you can with your nutrition and you really don't want to fall off track during December, then I definitely recommend that you do hit a steps target every day. And in addition to that, I would look to do this socially, you know, walking with friends, going outdoors, you know, maybe getting a higher step target or output on the weekends as well is a really good way to do it. Being as active as you can can really help to, you know, obviously burn more calories throughout the day, throughout the week, 
and maintain your current body weight. If not, focus on fat loss. So, you know, if you're going to weight train just three days a week and sit around for the rest of the week and overconsume calories for whatever reason, that's not going to be optimal. But if you are making a pretty good conscious effort to keep your nutrition on track as best you can and you're getting your weight training in, steps might be optional. But adding the steps in can definitely have a positive uh, effect and outcome as well. So in addition to that, I would say getting outdoors, especially on holiday days or like public holidays or on the weekends as well, getting outdoors, getting in the sun and being as active as you can really, really helps. In a previous podcast, I've spoken about NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis and other methods of becoming more active outside of just tracking your steps. And that could most definitely include going to the beach, going for a swim, going for a hike, you know, just playing sports uh, recreationally with friends and being active. You know, even if it results or resorts to cleaning your house or, you know, maintaining your garden or whatever it might be, being active and being outdoors definitely helps when it comes to energies, energy expenditure and also mood to a degree as well you know like nobody wants to be on a treadmill all the time trying to uh you know sweat off or work off the uh excessive calories consumed because of christmas lunch or whatever it might be so at the end of the day i guess what i would say is having a coach during this time can be super important because accountability as well as support as well as i guess you could say agreed upon compromises in regards to the level of effort with training and nutrition or what days won't be tracked etc is something that can really keep you focused and uh, you know keep the goal the goal but also allow you to be a person at the same time be a human and enjoy you know this time of the year because we do also want to enjoy our time with our friends and family and enjoy you know the nature of a recovery phase if you want to call it that uh, during this holiday period where you know most people get to have some time off work and spend it with their family. But that's pretty much it for this episode. I think I nailed it because we're in the 20 minute mark. So it's been a while since I did a podcast, but at least I'm not too rusty. I will do my best to do another one soon. But if you don't hear from me, have a great Christmas, have a great New Year's, and I will speak to you soon.